0: in the world of entertainment now our time 56 minutes past three kosana really entertainment and lifestyle commentator joins us now on sfm sound awake kosana how are you this morning morning
1: good morning and a super calibragilistic XP doses for yay
0: <laughs> absolutely it is it is when you step in you do it you bring that energy we love very much thank you very much for being consistent in that one <laughs> how's the week been? The week has been quite exhausting, but good, but good because it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? Well, happy yes. birthday! Happy <laughs> birthday you. to you! Uh, what are the plans? Uh, oh, I hope somebody surprises you and does something great because you deserve it.
1: Ah, uh, well, last year my friends threw a twenty a surprise twenty ninth birthday for me, so this year I'm definitely going
0: out. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> awesome! It's a milestone one, so you have to enjoy it. Thirty. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk today. Firstly, the Cannes Film Festival in France. There, where eleven South African films are being showcased, uh, South Africa being represented, and hopefully they'll be uh, bought and distributed across the world. Yeah, so uh, the what's this? uh,
1: The the 75th annual Cannes Film Festival is actually underway until the twenty-eighth on our birthday. So what is my last day, baby. Yes. <laughs> so essentially, I think if people aren't aware, so the Cannes Film uh, Film Festival is actually sort of like the Oscars of films, where there is a preview of new films. So mm-hmm. it's not just um your drama, your suspense, but it's also it touches based on um documentaries and well. So it's literally a genre of movies. And I mean, South Africa, I mean, 11 movies that mm. are previewed, South African movies. I think that's for us as, as South Africans is, is, is quite a milestone as well. I mean, we are, you know, slowly penetrating that international market. And so I think it's great that we are not only um, representing South Africa, but Africa as a whole. So, I mean, big ups to us. <laughs> yes,
0: and we've got great storylines here. I always find that maybe some Hollywood movies repeat the same storylines. We hear about the world being invaded. It's always in Washington when that happens. Ah. We always hear about, yeah, you know, the war, even the war movies. Everything becomes the same, medical movies. But then there are so many rich, beautiful stories that are different from the continent that need to be shared with the with the world. I, I you know I think one thing I love about
1: not just South Africa but Africa as a whole is that we have so many um stories to tell and even if they're fictional we it's it's great stories i mean recently now there was like Savage Beauty
0: yes and
1: it's like i mean it was showcased on showback, i mean netflix and i actually enjoyed it but when you look at south africa as well i mean it's not just um South African stories, probably telling, probably close to American stories, but, I mean, when you think of Africa as a whole, the diversity, the cultures, the languages, hello. (laughs) I mean, the stories that are, uh, one of the films that are are, are going to be previewed, uh, it's entitled uh, The Domestic Way, It's, it's a psychological thriller. So you can imagine, like, okay, South African psychological thriller. This mm-hmm. is quite interesting. So, I mean, yes, we've had thrillers from America, but from a per- South African perspective, it's quite interesting as well. So, I mean, we're versatile. Hello. And I love <clears> that
0: we are versatile. I mean, as you say, we have horror represented there, thriller, there's action as well, there's a bit of comedy in these 11 films. So we, we're covered here.
1: You know, so I think really... International markets must not just underestimate us. We're quite good. We're good at what we do. When we tell our stories, we tell our stories. I mean, right now, recently, there's a new, there'll be, I'm not sure, there's a new, like, Shaka Zulu, like, sort of like a reinterpretation. Okay. And, you know, it's called Shaka Ilebe, if I'm not mistaken. And when I saw the preview yesterday, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, it's also Star it's like a star-studded cast, but it's like, okay, it's interesting. You know, as much as this, we are well aware of the shock of the story, but now we are retelling it, reinventing it. And I mean, it's years later, so it's going to be quite interesting. So, I mean, when South Africans tell these stories, in fact, when Africans tell their stories, we tell our stories. I mean, we're great
0: storytellers. So, Absolutely. Hey. Hello? Are you there, Kosana? I, I'm still there. I'm okay. still there. All right. So, I mean, that's great. So, uh, who have we spotted then from South Africa there? I think DJ uh, Black Coffee was there at the Cannes. Uh, I don't know if I it was for the Cannes Film Festival or he was just there in the area. Because it is an area in France that people I do mean, visit.
1: With, 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 when you look at Cannes, I mean, and the whole France, the French stated. I mean, it's a place of... Like a bourgeoisie type of ambient very I very mean, bourgeoisie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think even with the um, what's this? Um, oh gosh, it's that sport, that racing sport, the F one racing, something like that. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: it's
1: it, 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 oh yes, the the
0: the um, Formula
1: One, Formula, Formula One. one. Yeah. It's, um, I know Formula One tends to be hosted there as well. So I think for me, really, it's it's one of those. Yeah, those places. I mean, I'd love to go to France
0: myself. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, I also would love to. We'll go maybe together to celebrate your 30th birthday, 30th birthday later on in the year. <laughs> you never <laughs> Let's know. Put it out in the universe. <laughs> we we might as well put it out there. So the festival also featured a tribute to actor Tom Cruise. I think he deserved this. He's been around for a while. He's given us some great entertainment. Your thoughts, oh. there? I mean, you know, when I think of Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise has been around. I
1: mean, he's done action, he's done... But he's actually, he's actually an action film movie. And when you think of Tom Cruise, you just think of, um, what's the spy movie? Mission Impossible. Yeah. So I think that is, you know... And one thing I always say is that give, give, let's give our people flowers. Their flowers are well, still alive. So for me, it's, it's, it's well-deserved. I mean, it's an icon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Who else would have uh, deserved it this year? 2022. I'm trying to think who hasn't uh, gotten recognition. I know Meryl mm-hmm. Streep has. I think also
1: Lawrence Fishburne as well. I oh, think yes. he's uh, definitely yeah. one of those who, I think Denzel Washington as well, I'm not sure, but you know, we've got a lot of icons that literally need to be celebrated.
0: Yeah. Also on the uh, part of film then, there's the other film here in uh, in South Africa, a film festival called the Durban Film Mart. This is uh, organized by the Durban Film Mart Institute, which is a non-profit company. So this will be starting in uh, on the 22nd of uh, July.
1: Yeah, it will start from the 22nd of July to the 31st. And I think um, with this one as well, it's more it's sort of like a conference type of vibe where you have... African filmmakers and international filmmakers, where, excuse me, they 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 sort of like connect and 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 gather in under one roof where they share and network and sort of like collaborate. So it's sort of like <laughs> a conference where mm-hmm. we really sort of like analyze the the, the evolution of, of 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 filmmaking, especially in 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 Africa, because I mean, like I said, we're great storytellers and we are constantly and consistently evolving when it comes to storytelling. It's no longer sort of like one-dimensional type of vibe. It's like, oh, okay, this is how it's done. But there's, there's, there's like an evolution in, in, in terms of where we are headed as filmmakers, as African filmmakers. I mean, the theme for, for this year is revolution, evolution, changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer about Americans telling our African stories, but Africans telling the African stories and I mean, it's not just merely collaborating and networking. I mean, there there's, 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 uh, are conversations that will also be taking place. Um, All right. I think one, one, one thing that, that really resonated with me was um, how animation is going to be one of those engagements as well. And I mean, animation in Africa is growing so yeah. for me especially really, the I'm kenya an anim-
0: side of things see?
1: you know i'm an animated i'm an animation lover so i love animation hmm. it's, it's something for the family you know so for me really it's quite interesting that you know as as african storytellers we are consistently evolving and i mean they were i mean there's also this 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 now i'm going back to netflix as well mm-hmm. Um Black sisters, I haven't finished it. Please don't judge me, guys. <laughs> I've
0: just started. No, there's no. No one can judge you when it comes to those <laughs> series because, they, first of all, there's very there are too many, and then second of all, uh, when you started watching, then you find there's like three seasons already that you need to catch up on. You know? So it's so... no. No one is judging you. Trust me. <laughs>
1: but with with with, with, with uh, Black sisters, especially it being a Nigerian um uh, film. It's quite interesting that, oh wow, okay, so not only is South Africa sort of like changing the the film game or the content game, but also Africans as well, so
0: mm.
1: it's quite interesting. I actually enjoy that we we, we, we getting to a, a a space where we're no longer sort of like distant but we become like really like neighboring countries, you know especially because of mm. social media as well creating making this one global um um, neighborhood, I think really it's quite interesting that you know what, soon, soon we'll be seeing uh, South African actors on a uh, Nigerian film, Nigerian actors in the South African Kenyan. So for me, really, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, oh, I it's don't great even to have the words. It's through. great it's to be a part great. of you you know, a generation
0: c- that gets to witness that.
1: You know, and especially because it's, the month of May and it's African month, so really being African, I think this is the time where we celebrate not being South African but African. Mm. So for me, big ups, big ups to Africans.
0: Why is everything happening in Durban
1: though?
0: <laughs> 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 <you follow> me <laughs> in Joburg. I mean, I think, I mean, July is like it's, it's,
1: it's winter in South Africa, so I have been the coast is oh, it's the weather, wall. okay. It's the weather. I mean, who wants Well, to excuse to? us, Durban, <laughs> It's the nice weather,
0: whatever. Okay, but 30 projects then uh, were selected to be part of this uh, Durban uh, Film Mart. Uh, do you know the process of that, when that starts, when the selection, uh, I guess it's, it's like maybe a year before? I'm trying probably, to think.
1: Cause I think it, it would probably be a year before because you need to remember when, when people are... Um, Shooting and developing content, it takes time because one, it's script writing, it's character development, and then you Mm. actually have to start shooting the actual project. You know, you find that sometimes um, they shoot pilots first and then they would preview it and see if somebody's buying into it. So, really, it takes, for me, I'd, I'd have to say it's like a year because I mean, even in South Africa, when they shoot, they shoot a year prior to broadcasting the actual. Um, drama series or film so it, it, it's quite a lengthy process because also as well you need to remember that okay yes we shoot and then there's still the editing part of of shooting as well and that is what on its own so i'd probably say a year mm. ahead yeah i think it's like a year
0: okay all right uh, american singer songwriter dancer called Kelani. She will be uh, second, uh, or the the second international artist that's going to be at the Rocking Daisies concerts, or concert. First of all, tell us about this Rocking Daisies concert and why her being there is uh, news.
1: Um, so we need to remember that Rocking uh, the Daisies was a, a, a an annual concert, and because COVID happened, it took like a two year gap. So now it's sort of like, hello, Rocking mm-hmm. the Daisies is coming back. So I think this is sort of like. A big shebang, of sort of like a welcoming back party. So, I think with introducing Kelani, I always call it, I always say
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like what we did with Alicia Keys and calling you her know, Alicia, Alicia Keys. <laughs> Trust South so Africans. I think
1: with, with, with um, introducing um, Keilani as a second international um, ad. I think it's the best way for, for, for Rocking the Days is to say, hello, we are back and we're coming back with a bang. And uh, the festival takes place in Cape Town and Johannesburg on the 7th to the 9th of October. And Kelon is not the only international act. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got our best uh, 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 local acts like your Deben Gogo, Blackie. Um, there's um, Sun Elm Musician as well. So really, it's it's like working the days of coming back with a bang. It's like, hello, I know we've been away for two years because of COVID, but hey, we are coming back with a bang, and I think it's going to be a great, 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 great concert, especially because Kelani is like a very R&B. She's she's quite new in the scene, Okay. so a lot of people are are, are familiar with 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 her music and. You know, she's actually a great singer as well. I mean, she's 27,
0: so hello. Okay, I was going to ask how popular she is on our shows, and then you've just explained then who she is and and what she does. Okay, that's great. Um, And then we were talking today in our poll question in terms of people giving back to charity, and if you do that, and we know there's so much going on in the world, but sometimes we do need to take a step back and say, well, as much as, we are all seeing flames. Uh, we need to, you know, reach out and help where we can. So here's Bonang Mateva who's joining some international celebrities in a campaign to create awareness about malaria. Can you tell us more here?
1: So with this particular campaign, I think it's called Drawing the Line Against Malaria, where you've got your, the Queen B, Bonang Matewa, uh David, Fo- uh, footballer David Beckham, and Afro-pop singer Yemi Alladez, um, you know joining forces to really um put pressure on on on, on, on international um, government to sort of like really to say that can we literally like obliterate malaria once and for all because I mean there was recently quite a recently a report where there was a large scale of malaria deaths and it's quite scary because malaria has burn a a problem especially in in, in certain African countries because obviously one because I think um, mosquitoes thrive in sort of like your tropical and and tropical environments and I mean if you you infrastructure in in, in certain African countries is not really up to date so Mm. really malaria thrives or mosquitoes thrive in such um, environments and you know Kids are, are dying. So this is where now really um, this campaign is really putting pressure, sort of like putting their foot on the, the international governments on their necks to say, hey, let's do something. I mean, we cannot be, we can't be living in 2022 where technology and medicine is quite advanced, yet we aren't doing anything to combat um, this malaria situation. So really, I think it's putting pressure in obliterating malaria, as much as, yes, there's COVID still, there's other um, pandemics as well. But I think with ma- with malaria being such a prevalent and prominent pandemic from the get-go, I think this is when, now's the time where we really draw the line against um, malaria. And, and that's the thing, with, I mean,
0: as you mentioned, because there's uh, COVID and uh, I guess now monkeypox, uh, focus can shift a little bit, and we forget about those other issues that we had that were not mm. solved. So we need to get back to to them as well. Mm.
1: And I think with with this particular um, campaign, it's 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 not just you know international, but it's so it's not nice that it's also within Africa as well that Africans are really putting pressure to to sort of like obliterate this, this situation. Because yes, there was COVID, and then there was lockdown, and now. We forget. We forgot about TB. We forgot about mm. mental health. So it's really, as much as this, it's it's quite a, oh, like a whirlwind of pandem- a storm of pandemics. Yeah. So we need to really go back and say, are we still placing focus on certain issues? Mm. So I think with this particular campaign, it's, now's the time that we really do away with malaria. You know, so a malaria. Yeah, it's like a zero malaria Africa,
0: shall I say. Is this a UN initiative? Uh, is this uh, affiliated to any group or is uh, these individual celebrities who've decided to just do this?
1: It is, if I remember correctly, I think there's a particular, it's not just the UN. It's um...
0: like a goodwill ambassadorship type yeah, of thing. I know David yeah, Beckham has been involved in that kind of thing. So I'm I'm just wondering that if it's also part of the UN uh, grouping of ambassadors, or are they just individually doing this.
1: I think I'd say it's more of I'd say UN if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but also also um, it's not just individual, but I think a grouping of other um, goodwill ambassador organizations and ambassadors as well. So really, I think it's it's, it's more of celebrities, UN. Um, ambassadors in goodwill, uh, organizations, just sort of like placing pressure. So for me, really, I wouldn't really pinpoint and say it's one particular organization, but a variation of um, organizations.
0: All right, well, it's good for them to do this. We need to have uh, the move, especially from those that uh, people would want to listen to, the influential uh, members of our society. The final episode of the popular Ellen DeGeneres show Airing last night. I mean, after 20 years, it's been. And uh, they're closing the doors.
1: Yeah, close to uh, two decades. I mean, that was an amazing show. I actually enjoyed it. But I think with the last season, I wasn't following up much on it. Because of Netflix and these new... (laughs) But also, it changed (laughs) Mm -hmm. eh, with COVID.
0: The format of the show changed. And it was just not the same. Uh, I don't know. It Mm. was because the guests couldn't be there. And then at some point, you know, Ellen tried to entertain us just by herself. And her crew, and then it was a return to guests again. I don't know. I think we we kind of lost, and not just for the Ellen DeGeneres show, we kind of lost following with some of the shows because of the way they changed, especially the talk show space w- with COVID.
1: Yeah, they have. I mean, I when I looked at the Wendy Williams show, yeah, even like you know, I'd watch because I'm not really much of a fan of that show. I'm, I don't follow it. But <laughs> But I mean, when I'd watch it, i feel like there's like a couple of guests and I'm like, oh, okay, this is very odd. Like people are wearing masks. It's not quite mm. as interactive as it used to be. So I think, yeah, really COVID has really chopped and changed a lot of things. And with, with the Ellen DeGeneres show, I think also because of that 2020 uh, drama of a toxic working environment, I think really it just added more pressure to, you know what, I think the time has come, and I mean, all things, all good things do come to an end, so, yeah, also do Ellen do. herself, I mean, Ellen herself is getting old, and I mean, for you to be a talk show host, I mean, when she starts the show, when she, when the show starts, she dances, so, I mean, you know, I think with age as well, so, really, I, yeah, I think a lot has changed, yeah. so, I, two decades, yeah, it's been a good run, so, Yeah.
0: It has been. Oh. It's been a great, a great run. So she says that she's uh, received advice from Oprah. Of course, I think the talk show hosts, the queens, they off, need to, mm. you know, get in touch mm-hmm. and speak. But she says <laughs> the advice that she got uh, was around how to make margaritas <laughs> from <laughs> Oprah.
1: <laughs> I mean, when life gives you lemons. At vodka, why not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's very funny. Of course, she'll give us that uh, comedy side of hers. Do you think that maybe she'll return to stand-up comedy then or acting after this?
1: Uh, uh, For me personally, it's going to be quite... uh, I don't know, because I think she has a game show, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. that she hosts. So for me, really, uh, Ellen will be Ellen, you know. But I think now, especially with that whole saga of the toxic environment and with Ellen's um, be kind mantra, I'm now looking at her from a different point of view, it's kind of like, hey, lady, like, but I think she'll, sure, you know, everybody always has a way of making comebacks, yeah. especially when you're in entertainment, you know? So I think she she'll, she'll definitely be better now to sing.
0: Yeah, but I think that's also, I a, a guess, practice a little bit more grace in in that she's one person, Ellen DeGeneres. Yes, the show is hers, it's her production company, but the people in the workplace are different individuals that she might have no control over. So if the workplace environment is toxic, it's the people who are there, not the creator of the show necessarily. Yes, she can put things in place I guess, to say, well, here's, you take, uh, I don't know, break time here, you take leave here, uh, you get paid leave, and, and all of the Things that are down on paper and contractually, but if an environment is toxic, it is the people who are making the choices to make mm. it toxic who are there.
1: True, true.
0: So, can we also blame everybody who worked at the Ellen DeGeneres show and not just look at it as it's Ellen's fault? I I
1: think with with, with because obviously the show is her name. It's sort of like now she's she's the face and sort of the the the, the 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 facade or forefront of the show. So obviously, I think. As as, as 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 people will initially point fingers to her but tend to forget that actually yes she is um the producer as well but there are also certain people in, in yeah, and Yeah and people have and bar, a choice in know? how
0: they, they show up to work every day. They have as literally they have a choice how they show up to work every day and what they want to create and see in their own environments. Mm. And I think it's not fair that we do that. And we see it here in South Africa as well. You know, you'll hear of uh, uh, situations happening with production houses or uh, uh, famous, what you call, commercial radio stations. And we blame the station, but then who started the actual... You know, the people who are actually decision makers (laughs) are not even there at the time of these dramas unfolding. They are in their Mm. offices, attending meetings or wherever they are, and they hear about the issues later. Mm,
1: true. So I think really it, it, it's more of a, take a step back and analyze the entire situation and context, contextualize it properly, not just to simply jump the gun and say, yes, this is a, it is what it is, and, you know, draw a conclusion from that. So I think really we need to sort of like be careful, you know, because instead of us really like analyzing and trying to find a, a, a solution, we sort of like add fuel to
0: the fire. so. <laughs> yeah, and, and that because, is uh, one of the advice that she got as well from Oprah, besides how to make macarinas. <laughs> Oprah did tell her, you know what, don't do anything for a year, uh, looking for her own, I guess, journey. Because when Oprah wrapped uh, the Oprah Winfrey show, she went on to her production company, didn't take any time off. And, you know, there was a drama after drama and, uh, you know, I guess she was tired. So you think she should take a year off and do nothing, like uh, Oprah says?
1: I think really it's it's it, it, it's quite important to, to 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 really take a step back, relax, and re-strategize. You know, yeah, as much as this show has come to an end, I mean, sit back, relax. You know, you've had a great run, 19 seasons. So I think it's it, it's quite imperative to sit back, relax, and really enjoy life. You know, because I mean, when when you're especially a career-driven individual, you sort of like lose track of. Your own life, you know, your own personal life. It's all about work, 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 work. I mean, Beyonce even took like a year off because she was consistently working. She's like, I've been working, touring, doing this, mm. giving my entire self to the world. So taking a year off for yourself is very important, you know. I mean, Mama Ian Ian Van Ian, Ian La Van would even say it's very important to be self for Look after yourself. You need to. You know, make sure that your cup is full consistently at all times. Absolutely. And if it overruns, whatever trickles over the cup is for the rest of the people, but your cup needs to remain full every single time. So I think really taking a year off is very important because, I mean, TV is as entertainment as a, as, as it's on its own. It's quite a demanding mm-hmm. industry. You know, it, 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 it's demanding and exhausting. So really taking a year off just to enjoy life, Smelling the flowers, Mm. just, you know, embracing the simplicity of life itself is quite imperative. So for me, really, take a year off
0: and relax. (laughs) Absolutely. And she's, I mean, she's made such a contribution to this world. She really has. Uh, She should be proud of herself. She's also got a science and education campus in Rwanda that she created and built. So she's really done a a lot. I think I say big abs to her. One of our uh, uh, female leaders in this world. Mm. on a sober or not a somber note rather um, yeah that's also sobering Uh, US actor Ray Liotta who's died at the age of 67 this is news just uh, quite in I mean from the US this happened uh, in the evening so as it's early this morning he's known for roles on Goodfellas and Field of Dreams I don't know if you've seen this and he died in his sleep while in the Caribbean at the age of 67 Uh, May his soul rest in peace, but I guess also tying into what you're saying, Kosana, about uh, take the time that you need to just do what you need to do. Uh, Life is, you know, what it is, unpredictable, and Mm. um, we mustn't forget that uh, when we've done what we need to do, we've done what we need to do, and we need to take time off.
1: Yeah, definitely, and may he rest in peace, and, you know, I mean, you know, it's quite you know life is is extremely delicate and absolutely so one thing i normally when people ask me how are you doing i always say you know what i'm i'm doing well i'm taking it each day and step at a time because life is quite unpredictable i mean one minute you could be you could be celebrated to the next you know you're gone and now it's kind of like oh my word what's going on so i think really for me essentially be for Come ensure that your cup is full at all times. You know, and, oh, I mean, even this week, mm. my friend, um, she 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 tried to commit suicide. Oh no. And it's yeah. And for me, it was just like oh, not during my birthday week. Now I want to celebrate. You're stressing me. I am not ready to be attending a funeral. But really at times, we really need to be thankful, we need to be grateful that, you know what, I've woken up and seeing a brand spanking new day, I get to do, you know, it's a brand new chapter, I get to do what I need to do all over again, it's a clean slate, so really, it's essential that you are at all times.
0: Thank goodness that uh, your friend reached out and you're saying that, she, you know, they were thinking or they were trying to do what they were trying to do instead of saying they did it. Mm, because mm. That's a, that would be a different story. And I mean, for your birthday tomorrow, thirtieth, it's a milestone. You're turning a new leaf. Let's end on that celebratory note. Go into the weekend 30th. on great vibes. Thank you. Of course, thirtieth, thirtieth. And
1: Hello. thanking God for a, another
0: blessed year of this amazing, energetic oh, person that you are, oh, oh. who gives us a lovely, lovely chats every Friday. <laughs> you know, like I'm just, I'm thinking about it, and I'm sitting, I'm like, oh my word, I've been on the earth. For three decades. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Cheers to that. Kosana. <laughs> they can call you so that weird. now uh, officially. Oh, okay, not Malume, but Malume. yes. Know. Okay. Malums, malums. <laughs> Ew,
1: I even find it so weird to say, like, Hi, so when kids uh, call me like, Hi, so I'm like, I'm so young. I'm not in my 40s. Wait, you could call me so <laughs> once I'm in my 40s, but for now you call me malum, malum. <laughs> okay, right. But you must
0: do have a, a great celebration. And as you celebrate, also, I guess, uh, be mindful of what is important about this milestone as we had this conversation today. Let's not forget.
1: Mm, definitely,
0: definitely. Thanks again for your time, Gosana. It's a I'll pleasure. be watching out for the pictures on social media. <laughs> <laughs> but you hardly post, Weda.
1: You know what it is. Like, I've, I've gotten to, for me, it, it's like, if I'm going to post, it needs to be like, yeah. You know, but trust, you will be receiving uh, content this weekend. Okay. So <laughs> watch
0: out for this thing. We shall look out for the content. <laughs> Thanks again for your time, kosana It's a pleasure. kosana Mduli is entertainment and lifestyle commentator, giving us our weekly entertainment rep on SAFM Sound Awake.